Welcome to Living Life. Today is June 26th. Uh, there are sometimes you need a complete understanding of a person before you request for something. For example, my son needs to uh, understand who I am before uh, requesting something. Obviously, there's a relationship between me and my son, so he knows who I am. So that understanding allows him to come to me and request sometimes for the most outrageous things. Even though uh, he doesn't deserve it, sometimes he asks for a present that he knows that I can give him. Um, but those are the times where because of uh, the love and the relations that we have, I succumb to his demand. I do give him the things that he requests. Uh, but nevertheless, there are times where we completely ask uh, uh, outrageous things to someone that we do not know because we do not have the complete understanding of who that person is. We don't know whether that person is able to do so or do, uh, whether he has the capability of doing so. But in today's passage, we see uh, some people that come to Jeremiah and asking God of things that seems to be right, um, but it's based on misunderstanding who God is and requesting of the wrongful things. Now we're going to see in today's narrative how that proceeds. So why don't we take a look in today's passage and let's read it together. Let's read. Jeremiah chapter 21 verses 1 through 7. The word came to Jeremiah from the Lord when King Zedekiah sent to him Pasher, son of Malchiah, and the priest Zephaniah, son of Messiah. They said, Inquire now of the Lord for us, because Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, is attacking us. Perhaps the Lord will perform wonders for us as in times past, so that he will withdraw from us. But Jeremiah answered them, Tell Zedekiah, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I am about to turn against you the weapons of war that are in your hands, which you are using to fight the king of Babylon and the Babylonians who are outside the wall besieging you, and I will gather them inside the city. I myself will fight against you with an outstretched hand and a mighty arm in furious anger and in great wrath. I will strike down those who live in the city, both man and beast, and they will die of a terrible plague. After that, declares the Lord, I will give Zedekiah, king of Judah, his officials, and the people in the city who survived the plague, sword and famine, into the hands of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and to their enemies who want to kill them. He will put them to the sword. He will show them no mercy or pity or compassion. So as mentioned before, misunderstanding of who God is leads to wrongful request. Uh, I would like to spend some time in uh, meditating and focusing on verse 2. Verse 2 reads, Inquire now of the Lord for us, because Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, is attacking us. Perhaps the Lord will perform wonders for us as in times past, so that he will withdraw from us. Uh, it seems like there is a misunderstanding of how God's favor works. 
It seems like they are expecting for God's favor um, without any repentance or without any um, return from their sins. It seems like uh, they think God's favor should be given to them, obviously. Um, but perhaps uh, the Lord will perform wonders. And I think those words kind of say that uh, they're expecting for this. Uh, God's supposed to work for us. God's supposed to save us. God's supposed to show us favor. After all, this is the city of Jerusalem. Uh, we are his people. Um, but I don't think they know that uh, uh, one thing uh, that is incorrect in their understanding is that God does not show favor because people demand for it. God shows favor to those who wants to, uh, whom he wants to show favor to. Uh, so I think that's one misunderstanding that they have. Second is a misunderstanding of how God's salvation works. It seems like uh, they think that they could request for salvation. Uh, just as previously have, uh, God has done, they had saved uh, the city of Jerusalem, it seems like it is just about time that God also save us from the attack of the Babylonians. Uh, that's, that's, that's their mindset. It seems like uh, they're expecting God to save us uh, because uh, we are his favored people. We know that God's salvation doesn't work that way. He doesn't, doesn't save people because people demand, um, them, uh, demand God to save them. Uh, it's not just a, a magical trick that God has under his sleeve where uh, he just shows up when people demands for it, people expects for it. God has to work according to his word and according to strict uh, rules that he has set for salvation. It's not something that he could just do to entertain people. He saves his people in order to glorify himself. He does so for his own sake. It's not for his people's sake. He does so for the sake of his name in order to glorify his glory. So I think those two areas are clearly misunderstood by Zedekiah and the two people that he sends, uh, Pashur, son of Malchijah, and the priest Zephaniah, son of Messiah. I believe they, even though they show some favor to Jeremiah, uh, based on this uh, wrongful understanding of God is, they give out a wrong request. Um, they should understand that in the midst of um, this situation, three elements are failing. The first we can see in verse 3 that their defense system will be completely failed. We see in verse 3 that um, I am about to turn against you the weapons of war that are in your hands, which you are using to fight the king of Babylon and the Babylonians who are outside the wall besieging you. Uh, God is saying that your weapons that you're using to fight against your enemies will be used against you. The defense system that you think you have will utterly fail. Second, your perceived security, that you think that you, you'll be safe within the city wall, that will fail too. We see that in verse 6. Uh, I will strike down those who live in this city, both man and beast, and they will die of a terrible plague. Who would know that there will be a plague inside the city? They thought they would be safe. But because of God's uh, uh, wrath, they will find plague inside the city and their perceived security will utterly fail. The third element that fails is that their, their hope that maybe the enemy will be um, merciful, uh, pitiful, or even show compassion if they surrender or if they lose this battle. 
But no, God says in the last part of verse 7, he will put them to the sword. He will show them no mercy or pity or compassion. Their perceived uh, compassion uh, utterly fails when, I mean, this is the situation they will be facing, when I myself would fight against you with an outstretched hand and a mighty arm in furious anger and in great wrath. We know that in Jeremiah 9, 6, that God already declared, declared this, you live in the midst of deception. In their deceit, they refuse to acknowledge me, declares the Lord. So the complete misunderstanding and the wrongful understanding they, that they have uh, leads to God's punishment. He is uh, furious uh, and he's angry and he is full of wrath because they do not acknowledge the correct way of understanding of who God is. So God shows judgment. He is the one and that makes all these three elements utterly fail. Their defense, their perceived security, and their hope for pity and compassion. These are the things that they're supposed to request from the Lord. If they had the correct understanding, they would come to the Lord, just as Hezekiah did. Lord, you're the one who's supposed to save us for your own sake, for your own glory. You're supposed to give us defense. You're supposed to give us security. You're the one who's supposed to show us mercy and compassion and pity. But instead, all these fail, and they do not know how to request this because they have a complete misunderstanding of who God is. So, in conclusion, if we understand who God is and how He works out His salvation, then we can request one thing. Lord God, through Jesus Christ, give us refuge, give us strength, and show us your love and mercy and compassion and save us for your name's sake. And also give us your favor by your grace for your own glory. I believe these will be the correct way of requesting um, in, in difficult situation to the Lord because we understand now correctly through Christ Jesus and by the working of the Holy Spirit, who God is. So I would like to invite every one of us uh, to pray before the Lord. So let's pray. Father Lord, uh, there are some times where we are in a very difficult situation where sometimes um, there is no seeming hope or, or even possibility of saving ourselves. Lord God, those are the times when we request uh, for refuge, for strength, your mercy, your love and compassion, because we know and we believe and we understand that you are the only one, the Father in heaven, who can give this through Christ Jesus. So we ask this in prayer, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer, see Jesus.